I'm your host, Liana, and you are listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, where each week, me and the occasional guest will have some authentic conversations about a variety of life topics, so we got a little bit of something for everybody here. Thank you so much for supporting me and tuning in, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Butterfly Effect Podcast. This is episode two. Yes, sir, we made it through. I first want to start. I first want to start by saying thank you so, so much. Like, I cannot even express it enough through this microphone how thankful I am and how responsive y'all have been to this that first episode, how kind you've been, everyone who took the time to listen, then to reach out to me. Um, That means the world to me. Those of you who have shared stories with me and shared how that podcast had helped you, I, like, I literally am in shock. I am so thankful and so appreciative and I'll I'll move on, but I cannot I cannot say it enough. Like literally, my mom and my aunts all made their profile picture, my logo. Like that is crazy. The amount of people who helped me share the first episode and get it out there, like it exceeded my expectations by a long shot. And I I have goosebumps talking about it. But thank you so 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 much. I am going to hug each and every one of you. And thank you in person when I see you, but thank you so much for believing in me and following me along on this journey. It, I, As you know, I released this podcast on my birthday and it was, I'm going to, I'm this, like I said, this podcast is going to be about being real and authentic and being vulnerable and sharing my journey and my story because honestly, it's therapeutic for me. Um... But I released this on my birthday and building up to my birthday, I'd just been feeling off. I'd been feeling sad, like randomly sad and nothing has been going on in my life. There's not like a certain event that has taken place, but there is so much change happening in my life right now. I'm going through a super like transformation period of my life where just like a lot of things are changing um and it's a great thing I'm ready for it I know like good things are coming really good things are coming and I'm so excited for it but (laughs) it's very difficult changes you know like change is just uncomfortable and I'm sure a lot of y'all know what I'm talking about um change is it makes you uncomfortable it pushes you out of your comfort zone and it pushes you to grow in some way that you need to and I know that's the period of time I'm in right now um, so I'm trying to take it very, hold it lightly, as my old coworker would say. Um, I'm trying to hold it lightly and like know that I am, I'm going to be okay and good things are on the horizon. Um, so anyways, I say all that to say because on my birthday, I was so overwhelmed with so many different emotions. One, it being my birthday, um, just the state of mind I had already been in pre- previously, um, and then getting all this amazing feedback 
from everybody, damn near everybody in my life, <laughs> it was, I'm still, like, again, I'm so thankful. And it was just the push that I needed. It was the reassurance that I needed that I'm on the right track with this and I'm on, I'm doing the right thing. My, like, my gut was right about following this dream and I'm so, so, so excited to, like, be continuing with it. And I feel, like, even more motiva- motivation because I feel like, y'all believe in me. So, (laughs) so, um, and I did, you know, I was myself, I was just being my authentic self. And the response was very positive. So obviously, it's really reassuring. I'm, I'm excited to continue on with this. Um, uh, but I'm feeling a lot better. I woke up this, like I had Monday off. I, I woke up on Tuesday, just super refreshed, like really, really refreshed. And I feel like I'm checked back in and I'm ready, like I'm ready to keep pushing forward and I'm excited for the change and I'm excited for what to come. So um, it's always easier be looking back and like, wow, I was being a little dramatic, but that I was what I was feeling felt heavy and I'm learning to accept my emotions, both sad and good and just push through it. So yeah. So today's episode, I really want to talk about that crazy period that nobody talks about after you graduate college. Um, It is what I refer to as my post-grad blues. In order to fully understand my post-grad blues, I think it's important that we go back in time, rewind the clocks a little bit, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about like how I got from high school to college in that period and my mindset during that time because I think that has a huge effect on how I felt after college. Um, So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. And I hope some things that I share today you were able to relate to. If not, I hope you take something cool away from it. In high school, I was super really focused only on cheerleading. And I had a job at 16. But like that was really my main focus was cheer. And I didn't really try a lot of clubs and spread myself thin and I really regretted that because I admired people in my high school that were like presidents of 50 different clubs and were like honor students and in all these honor classes and 4.0s and I'm just like I could have done that if I applied myself but I just did not seem important to me at the time and I really I admired that about them and I knew in college I had the ability to well actually the reason why I admired them is because I I'd got rejected from my number one school, which was the U of M. And that was super painful because everybody I went to school with seemed to be going there. And I felt like a loser for going to St. Cloud, which now I hate that I even had that thought about myself because the fact that I went to college in the first place is huge. And I am so proud of myself. And we'll get onto that later. But the fact that I went to St. Cloud, like in my high school mind, was a failure. Like I felt like I was not good enough. My peers were better than me because I didn't do all these activities. I didn't do all these extracurriculars. I just focused on two things, you know, and that's a lot even, you know, the fact that I had a job, I was a student, I was in a sport that was pretty much year round. Like I had a lot going on for myself, but it, for whatever reason, it wasn't enough compared to my peers. And so when I didn't get accepted to the U, the U of M, I felt like a loser and I felt, I remember feeling so embarrassed that I was even going to St. Cloud, but I knew that that was the cards that I was dealt and I can't change it now. Like that, 
I'm going to this school. I'm going to college. Be proud of that. And I'm going to make whatever I want of it. I'm going to be the person that I admired in high school. And I'm going to work my butt off and get honors and get involved in different areas on campus that I hadn't done before. And that's exactly what I did. I spread myself super thin. Um, I loved college, by the way. Like, this was a great experience. But looking back at it, I spread myself so thin. And I remember constantly getting all this external validation. Like, oh, you're doing so great. You're so involved. Like, I look up to you. All these things. And I'm like, okay, so I'm doing good things. And people are giving me positive reassurance from this. So obviously what I'm doing is right. And I got used and I got, I got used to it and I got accustomed to getting all this feedback that, you know, like I started to, to build my ego off of it, or I started to build my self-confidence off of that and my self-worth off of that. And I remember senior year, the reality of, wow, college is about to be over. I'm about to be pushed out into the real world. Um, the real world without training wheels. Like I, I'm an adult technically like in college you're an adult but you have training wheels on your parents at least in my experience my parents were always there as fallback whenever I needed them thank god like thank god I would have them I wouldn't want it any other way but in your mind you think you're an adult (laughs) you really think you're an adult the second you turn 18 and you go off to college and you get the taste of freedom but that's really not freedom that's structured freedom that's freedom with training wheels because when you graduate college and you go off into the real world baby does that hit you that hit me so hard and I thought I was going to be prepared for it because I've always been super independent I've been always working hard working two three jobs doing what I need to do to make sure I have my stuff in line but nothing could have prepared me for that because there's no structure anymore we go our whole lives Take a walk with me for a second. We go our whole lives from kindergarten, sometimes even before that preschool. People are telling you when to eat. People are telling you when to nap. People are telling you how you, they're giving you the blueprint to how you can succeed in this class from kindergarten to you graduate high school or college. You are literally given instructions. You do A, B, and C and you will succeed. And then all overnight, you are pushed into the real world and you and you have to get a big girl job and then you have to you have to find a place to live you have to do taxes you have to figure out insurance like i was not prepared for that my parents and my the people like in my support system are amazing and i can always ask them questions but i didn't even know what questions i had to ask i didn't even know that all came with being an adult and i'm mad i'm mad that high school didn't prepare me for that. I'm mad that college didn't prepare me for that. And maybe there was resources, but they are not, they are not clearly marketed and they are not in touch with the students because obviously I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And I knew after, you know, as I was getting closer to graduation, I knew if you remember my story from last week, I always regretted not going out of state, not pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So I knew my next plans were not to move to Minneapolis like a lot of my peers. I wanted to move out of Minnesota. I wanted to grow. I wanted to push myself. I thought, what better time to grow and push myself than right after graduation? Like, this is the time for a fresh start. And some of my friends were wanting to go to Chicago and convinced me I was like okay Chicago it is I always thought I'd end up in like California or maybe like Austin Texas like somewhere warm 
Um, but I was like, Chicago's a good first baby step. Like, it's a big city. Super exciting. I've been to Chicago. I like it. It's close to home if I need to come home. Like, it's another good, like, baby step out into the adult world. And I thought, you know, I'll be with my friends. I will be close to home. This is going to be a breeze. Like, I never... Like I, I wasn't somebody who would go home every single weekend, but I'd go home often. But I was like, I can, I'm sure I can make this change. I can, it'll work. So I, I moved to Chicago and I never felt so sad in my life. <laughs> I was so sad. I'm normally a very happy person. I feel my emotions have like in big ways, whether it's I'm happy or I'm sad, but I, I've, always been someone who can get over things kind of quickly like and what helps me is finding the lesson in it and moving on processing it moving on but I don't know what it was I just felt so low my confidence was on the ground like if ladies if you've ever switched your birth control I know the doctors doctors are out there will say it doesn't have that much of effect on me I don't care no it does affect you a lot and I've had doctors tell me that no it's not really that big of an effect on you it does I was I had the one in my arm and I switched it thank god and my life literally has improved since then but I gained weight I was depressed I had freaking acne all over my chin I could not get rid of it my acne had never been so severe and that just I'm in a new city you know what I'm thinking I'm an adult I'm doing all these great things I'm in my glow up period and then all of a sudden I have no confidence I have zero confidence I hate you know hate so many things about myself and on top of that I accepted a job that does not pay well at all and I'm seeing all my peers posting these big positions that they're getting and like all these big salaries they're getting and I'm like I am literally about to be on food stamps like I'm not kidding like I accepted an AmeriCorps position that does not pay very well and gives me a stipend for if paying my tuition off or going to grad school after the fact but when you're in that and you're working those 40 hours each week just like everybody else you are literally getting pennies and that was extremely hard because I was making more money in, in college I was making more money my senior year working 25 hours a week and now I'm working full 40 hours and on top of that the job that I was doing had a huge emotional labor that you can't just shut off at the end of the day, which I am not complaining because that job changed my life. And I'll talk about that a little bit more. And I loved it. The people I met, the coworkers, they are, they will be with me. They are friends for life. They've impacted my life so greatly, especially in this time period, because they are huge component, like huge reasons that I was able to transform or not transform, um, but like get through my low because they helped me grow. Ooh, Ooh, that was cute. That was cute. <laughs> um, but no, seriously. Um, and so anyways, I, I was in this new city. I was living paycheck to paycheck like usual, but my expenses are more now. I'm battling this depression that I definitely should have gotten help for. I'm like I told you, my confidence is blown and I'm trying to be happy and I'm trying to put on my best face. I'm trying to start this new chapter of my life but I'm literally hating every second of it I'm away from my you know the things that used to bring me joy my family cheerleading like that's all done the structure of school which I success like I was successful in and I excelled in is gone and so now I'm not getting any of this external validation that I'm used to and 
I'm in this low place. It, I hope that makes sense, but oh my gosh, I cannot explain my mindset. It was just so low and I'm so thankful for my friends that helped me through that. I'm so thankful for my family that let me talk their ears off a million times and I'm so thankful for that low because it got me to grow and get to where I am today. And I remember the real turning point because I knew I wasn't being myself. I knew I was taking the every last thing people would say to me personally. I was creating all these things in my head to like validate my narrative of being sad and being like low, like just not being confident in myself. I was I was making all these stories, you know, in my head become true because that's all I could focus on and I couldn't shake it. It was it was hard and I was and everyone's so used to seeing me happy, go lucky me, positive me that I felt like I could not show that I was sad. I had to put on this fake f- face or else people were going to talk about me because I'm not being myself and the that pressure like it, I just remember feeling so sad. <laughs> but then I just one day I was like sick of sick of being sad. And I'm really fortunate that I was able to pull myself out of that because some days it felt like I wasn't going to be able to. And I remember, like, obviously COVID messed up a lot of stuff for us. We can go on hours and hours. We're still not out of this. We're still not in the clear. But one thing that COVID did do for me, it really did. It changed my life and it helped me. It helped me out. It helped. It gave me the time to slow down and actually work on my crap. Things that I've been shoving under the rug for so long. Find my confidence again. I remember I went home and it was only supposed to be for a couple weeks. But I'm sure anybody out there who's listening or hopefully, you know, not everyone's situation, of course, fits this. But I'm sure people out there can relate that if you have a good home life at home, like you have a family that you feel supported by and you've moved out of that house going home and just being around your family and being around people that you know just love you regardless of what mood you're in and not that anybody in my life was making me really feel that way I know it was all in my head but like I just felt this safety where I could just be myself and process my emotions and I remember I would just go and sit I remember going out on the deck and just like sitting and just breathing and just like really like focusing on what I want to fix and what's been bothering me and what's holding me back and what I can do to actually get past this. And that's where the idea again of butterfly effect came in. Like I wanted to document my growth because I had never felt or been through something like that so low before. And I could feel myself on the hurt, like on the horizon. I could see myself going up the hill, like going back up. Um, and I, And I know I wanted to like figure out what I was doing to get out of it because I never wanted to feel it again. That's for sure. And I knew that I wasn't alone in the feelings that I was feeling and that there's got to be other people out here that can relate. And I wanted somehow to document that growth. I didn't know how to do it yet. And I'm so happy now looking back, looking back at this moment here, sitting, recording this and looking back at the moment that I was feeling and that I wanted to create something like this. Like, I can't even believe how far I've come. And it's not even I know there's always going to be times in life when you get sad again and the one thing that like I know for certain now is that I taught I I'm got the tools now to get myself out of those out of those lows just this last week like I spent my whole birthday 
crying on on and off crying and I spent the week leading up to it crying because I just I started to feel sad again and that was scary because I knew what it felt like before and it's just it honestly it, it's I feel this when I go through big transformational times in my life and I'm starting to realize that now because I've done the work or I'm still doing the work there's a lot of work left y'all um there's a lot of work left to do but it's so cool to look back and like see it because this last week had been super hard call it metro or rec- what is it uh mercury and retrograde whatever <laughs> if you follow astrology but this last week had been super super hard and i just like the last thing i wanted to do was celebrate my birthday my friends made me feel so special everyone made me feel so special by showing me love and support with this podcast and all i could do was cry because i just felt so overwhelmed and then i just let it out i gave myself that time to actually feel those emotions because there's nothing wrong with feeling sad and I let myself feel it and not be like mean to myself for feeling it, not give myself shame for feeling it. Um, literally just like how I would treat a friend. If your friend's crying and you see them going through a hard time, you show them love, you give them comfort. And I did that to myself, which sounds weird, but I don't think we always do that because it's not, it's not a good feeling to feel sad. And, you know, it's not necessarily like an emotion that people want to portray to others i mean maybe some do i'm not judging you know i'm not judging but like that's not an emotion that we we want to be vulnerable and show other people we want to show people we're happy excited etc and i just allowed myself to feel that and i promise you i woke up the next day and this was i woke up on monday and i just felt so much better i just felt so clear my mind was cleared. I felt my motivation come back. I felt, I felt myself feel happy again and just love my, like love my life and love myself. And it was because one, I went through this before, you know, I, I learned that I, I have to feel what I, I have to feel these bad emotions too. In order to feel the good, you feel, you have to feel the bad. Unfortunately, I was able to get myself out of that by changing my perspective and changing my focus on what I'm, what I'm thinking about changing changing my perspective that I actually love my life and you want to hey what this is probably a lesson that I need to learn in order to move forward and I started to think about everything in my life as a lesson and it helps me so much process it not hold it so heavy and move on and so I knew I reminded myself that this week because I I really got scared for a second I was like oh my god please I cannot go through this again but then I let myself feel it I was like, what's the lesson I'm learning in this? What do I need to work through? What process? What do I, what work do I need to do? And I did it and now I'm moving on. And that was not easy, obviously. Like obviously me sitting here saying this, like I let myself cry and I let myself do the work. Like, no, that's, it's not easy. It's painful. (laughs) It's very, it's emotionally draining. It's not easy and it feels consuming if you were anything like me, but I promise you, you work through it or go see a therapist, please. Everyone should see a therapist. I'm getting a therapist. I'm getting a therapist. I'm saying it on this podcast so I can be held accountable. I need my therapist. Like I've been trying to find one since being in Chicago that I actually really connect to and like, and I'm struggling to find one, but I have tried in the past, Um, but I need a consistent one just because you don't have to go be going through a specific hard problem in life to want to speak to somebody like you can talk to your friends all day every day 
but they're still going to have like background knowledge about you. You know, they're still going to have some intel about you or you might not feel like you can 100 percent open up and tell every thought because you don't want them to judge you or hold it against you. And like in two weeks when you are doing something, they're going to be like, you remember when you told me this? Like you you have a therapist who is literally paid to listen and guide you to your correct answer. And if no one has been through therapy before, your therapist should not be literally telling you what to do. They should be giving you the tools to figure it out yourself. And it's just a place where you can get stuff off your chest that you want to get off. I mean, it's going to be different for everyone, obviously. But if you have not been through therapy and you've been thinking about it, let's do it together because your girl needs a therapist. (laughs) And um, I think everybody should be in therapy. Literally every single person in this world should have a therapist because it's not it's not good to just bottle things up and when you do it blows up and something happens that triggers it and it's a it's a it's like a watershed of emotions all at once and it doesn't have to be that way it can be a lot more manageable a lot more um like life challenges can be a lot more manageable we don't need to bottle it up uh this definitely went off on a tangent but i think i think some things that i said people will be able to relate to it was therapeutic for me because i shed some tears on this one okay i'm gonna wrap it up now before this becomes a 30 hour episode um i really could talk that long so uh i think i'm doing us all a favor by wrapping her up but like i said this episode was super therapeutic it's been a rough couple weeks and i think this was exactly what i needed was just to share my story share my journey And it helped me like release any shame I still had associated with that. And I hope something that I said resonated with you, even if you didn't go to college, even if, you know, it was after high school this happened, or if this is just after a a huge change in life and transitional period of your life, I think a lot of this applies to that too. Um, If you are going through this right now and you are in that post-grad blues or you are on your way there, like I said, it, it does not have to be as draining as my experience was you can always get ahead of it and change your experience and reach out and get help I'm always here to listen if you need anybody I'm so thankful of all the stories people have shared with me so far please continue to do so if you feel comfortable because to me I think that is such a cool thing to be able to share your story with others and I'm always 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 around to listen so please continue to reach out with me like I said if you feel feel it feels good um for those of you who haven't already or are interested in doing so you can follow me on social media at liana hauser i plan on posting more stuff about my podcast and updates on stuff there and then you can tune in for next week's episode it's about to be juicy y'all because i don't know if you've been on facebook lately but everybody and their grandma are pregnant I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) And I actually have a very special guest who pulled a Kylie Jenner on all of you all. And it's my bestie for the restie. And she's coming here and telling us her pregnancy story. We recorded this before she had this beautiful child. And so you get to see like the leading up process of her going into this pregnancy and what like her mindset was. It's really good. I'm really excited to drop that episode and I think y'all are going to like it. It was really fun to record with a guest and not just talk to myself. So you're definitely going to want to check out that episode next week and make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. 
keep helping me share and post about this podcast so it can continue to grow. I appreciate all of you who have already. And make sure you check in and tune in next Sunday for another episode of the Butterfly Effect Podcast. Bye, y'all.